Hey kids, you're about to listen to a comedy podcast. That means that none of this is medical advice. If you need medical advice or medical care, please contact your doctor. Welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast featuring Dr. London Smith. He's the type of guy to walk into a Target, buy a 24-pack of Bud Light just to pour it straight down the toilet. Introducing your host, Dr. London Smith. Hello, and welcome to the Jock Doc Podcast, where we discuss fitness and health, and how to incorporate our modern understanding of science and medicine into our daily lives, but without it being so boring. I'm your host, DrLondonSmith.com. I'd like to begin by apologizing to our listeners. We've received some feedback about the excessive amount of technical medical terms that I've been using, such as selective renal venography and took her to court, sized bags. So I'll try to temper my terminology to a simpler one in the future. Here to help with that is our producer, Cameron. Dr. London, I'm very, very excited to talk about a brand new opportunity for our listeners. Oh, okay. Yeah. It's a do-it-yourself kit for apple bobbing. Fall is upon us, Dr. London. It's already here. And I'm, I'm excited, by the way. Have you seen those TV shows and those movies where people are bobbing for apples? And you're like, how, how, do, how, do, how do I even do, like, how do I even get started to do that? Yeah, like all I have are casks, no barrels in sight. So they're like smaller and like everyone, so we all try to shove our heads in. Yeah, I I never know what to do. With my special DIY kit, you get a bucket that sort of looks like a barrel. It's not a barrel, but it it is a bucket that looks like a barrel. So the the barrels are in short supply regardless. Where am I going to find all these barrels, okay? But I've got lots of buckets, Okay. but I've painted them and they look exactly like barrels. Here's where things get interesting, Dr. London. For a mere $50 extra, this costs $7,000, but for a mere $50 extra a month, you can get a monthly subscription of the fruit of your choice, as long as it's an either apple or it's grapes or it's strawberries. I have some access to some peaches, that I'm, I, but I, I don't know how long they're going to last. And then if you get some other people to buy the bucket and they get some people to buy the bucket, we're all getting like a percentage of this. Okay. And Okay, so the $50 will be split between all of us. No, and the $50 go to, goes to me. And the 7000 But then you have a bucket now that you can sell to someone else for however much you want. Now, of course, I expect a percentage off of that. Okay, so, so, so I get the bucket. Uh-huh. It's not really mine because you, you get a percent. You're expecting me to resell this product. If you want, you can keep it. You, hey, you already gave me the 50 bucks. But let's say you get the cheaper tier. You paint it really cool. You paint it to look exactly like the Hamburglar, which is as an example, right? Just a classic. I, that, that's what you would paint. My childhood as, right? hero, yeah. Yeah. Then you can charge out the wazoo for that amongst you know, McDonald's aficionados. One of them, yeah. You find a McDonald's fanboy and you say, hey, give me $500 and I'll give you this bucket that looks exactly like the Hamburglar. That I paid $7,000 for, yeah. Yeah, and the various fruit yeah. that, uh, that I have. Hopefully haven't eaten because I'm supposed to be bobbing for them. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, that's really cool. He gives you 500 bucks. You give me 10% of that. So, so I, It's done. Okay. And Besides the $7,000, you're essentially making a, a profit. Okay. Well, I, I think that that clarifies my question. So, okay. Well, I'm excited for this. Um, and they can order it now? 
Uh, just go to Bobbin for uh, uh, Bobbin for for bonus. Bobbin for bonus. You're you're hearing all those stutters are part of the URL. So and there's no dot com on it. Would you like to spell that out? Yeah, it's Bobbin for. Uh, oh, sorry. B o b b i n f o r dot 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 u h dot 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 u h dot 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 b o b b i n dot 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 you'll just type that into your search bar and that should get you to it cameron we have an ad today a sponsor no way yeah no way no, you for real it's for real for real so this is uh caldera lab they're sponsoring our podcast today and you know they're all about making your first impression matter because they do matter inherently your first impressions with people but uh some people don't give a good first impression and right and it, you know first impressions it's like oh i've got a when i go show up to my job i want to look good sure 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 but it's not just that if you're if you're not able to make good in first impressions you are going to die alone you are never going to find a romantic partner because if every one of your first impressions, people walk away and say, that was a miserable experience looking at that person's skin, then it's not going to happen for you. Yeah, it's, it's awful. And, like, and it's, it's not a thing where we want to criticize people for this. We want to help you find your way to improving that first impression. So, Caldera. If that's the vibe you want to get off is like, oh, I give off a terrible first impression, then you do you. But that's not for us or our listeners. Yeah. That's right. Our listeners are super into uh, not looking just awful, okay? Which is, it's a change that they've made, but it's there. So, uh, Caldera Lab helps you to make a great first impression. Um, You're, let's say, as Cameron said, you don't want to die alone necessarily. You're prepping for your date. What are you going to do? You're going to brush your teeth. That's that's part of it. Uh, But then you are going to incorporate skincare before that date. You're going to use Caldera Labs high-performance men's skincare products and use the regimen to, uh, to, to help with your date. And that's a twice-a-day routine to help transform your skin. Um, they know it's a heavily female-driven world, but if the guys get in on the skincare, then we can have a chance, and it doesn't have to be women winning all the dates, which also an issue. Dating is a competition. Love is a competition. The more dates you get, the more points you attain. Yes, that's right. So first impressions, uh, the regimen includes three fraud products, the, the clean slate, the base layer, and the good. The clean slate starts and ends your day. This face wash will leave your skin refreshed. Uh, the base layer is your daily moisturizer to hydrate your skin and jumpstart your day full of confidence or jumpstart your date full of confidence. That's okay? right. Yeah. You go in there. They're like, wow, that's, that's an incredibly smooth look you got on your face. And you can know that it's, it's actually, it's the skincare that did that. You finish the date, and the way you do all dates is like, they say, oh, you want to go back to your place? And then, of course, you say, no, I have to do the rest of my skincare routine. So you decline. You're going to decline because that's what you do on a first date. You say, oh, I'm done. And then you go back to your place, and you put on the good. That's your go-to multifunctional serum at night. that helps your skin to look tighter and smoother and helps reduce the visibility of wrinkles and fine lines. So it's, I, and this, I guess this is a personal preference. I like to do this part alone. So you don't want the date anywhere near you. You put on your, the good and then you're done. Um, 
with date night. Well, then you feel good. Yeah. Uh, and the Caldera Lab Icon Eye Serum is another thing you can use once again. You may have droopy eyes from how sad you are from the lack of good first impressions in the past. And this Icon Eye Serum addresses the three most common skin concerns around the eye, which are fine lines, dark circles, and puffiness. Caldera Lab is the leader in men's skin care, made with only top-tier ingredients, and clinical trials have found that 94% of men's skin showed overall younger-looking appearance after using Caldera Lab for a few weeks. Uh, and just for our audience, we actually have an exclusive offer. No way. And, yes, and this is their best offer available anywhere. Use code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and get 20% off right now. Get 20% off with code JOCKDOC at calderalab.com and make unforgettable first impressions that lead to the charming words, you look younger. Anyway, so that was our producer, Cameron. Also with us is Did You Do in the House? Later, Cameron and I will be explaining to you some of the things that you're going to need to know when you're preparing for a move into the future, basically. Yes. Yeah, I don't want to spoil it. It's going to be important. But before we move on to that, I would like to address a bit of listener feedback. So for a long time, our listener demographic was primarily composed of incredibly elderly people who are sick and tired of the portion sizes in Lunchables. In our efforts to cater to them, we found that we were neglecting the many bot accounts that download our podcast. So this week's listener feedback comes from a bot on YouTube by the name of Connectar on our video entitled Labor Day Employee Appreciation. They said, boo, with 10 O's. First off, thank you for your feedback. Like, it's this constructive feedback that really helps us to, like, step back. Say, okay, maybe we change the format a little bit. 
So it sounds like this person is wanting us to pivot towards more of a ghost-themed show. Boo! Which, that is, guys, Halloween is coming up, but Labor Day is not Halloween. I know that's confusing because you're like, oh, I know it's a holiday that's like at the end of one month or the beginning of another month or something like that. And you get them mixed up. No, it's confusing. And like the calendar people, like I, it's a separate sort of tirade that, uh, and we've already addressed sort of trying to make our own calendars because it's such an issue. But like the calendars are so confusing with all these special days. Well, they're different every, every year. They're different. Every single year they change. Yes. And like, and like you might say, well, no, the numbers are the same. Yeah. But try putting the letters on the numbers. Those actually change every time. Well, and sometimes even like, you know, sometimes on a calendar, you see a couple of the days of the next month or the previous month. And then on the next year, those are, it'll be like different days or maybe no days at all. Yeah. And sometimes you're, you're starting, like you're about to start your week, but it's the end of a month. Oh my gosh. I didn't even think so about like, that. Yeah. No, it's, it, it's, um, it's, it's pretty frustrating. But yes, the ghost thing. All that to say, like, we, so we are hearing you. We're hearing the booze. We are going to pivot, like Dr. Lennon was saying. And so maybe this listener is saying, hey, guys, why are we keeping ghosts just for Halloween time? Like, why can't it be a year round thing? And so Dr. London and I are going to just real quick describe the most recent ghost that has been haunting us. Dr. London, do you want to start? Yeah, let me think of the most recent one because, like, let me check my <laughs> calendar. Okay, uh, that would have been, okay, uh, 20 minutes ago. Yeah. So, uh, as you know, I'm a trophy hunter. I hunt primarily trophy elephants because they uh, make the biggest stompy sounds. So I, today I was trophy hunting in my backyard where I keep my herd and, uh, the ghost of, I honestly, it might've even not been from this herd, but the ghost of an elephant came and did try to do a boo to me, like, like this listener suggests, but it was actually more of a, you know, thing. So uh, um, sort of an elephant ghost noise. Yeah. It was that or possibly the, the other elephant that was behind the one I was talking to with my gun. So, uh, so that was my most recent ghost encounter. That's pretty spooky haunting, Dr. Thank you. My, my most recent ghost encounter was last night. It was President Jimmy Carter, who is not dead yet, but I but, think he's so old that he's yeah. like in an in-between place. Because yeah. that's the thing is like, he wasn't a full-on ghost. Like, he was too transparent. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it was like, I was only getting, like, a 10%, like, a haze, and he just kept being like, peanuts, peanuts. And, of course, if he is dead by the time this episode comes out, this was all planned, I killed him. Yeah. And that's, and, okay, and just, just to cover our bases here, um, so, if, if, listener, if you are Secret Service, that was a joke. Thank you for listening to the show. Yeah, yeah, honestly, thank you so much for listening to the show. Honestly, if you're part of the Secret Service, please contact us just in any way. Be on the show. You can be on the show. Even with an arrest. Yeah, on a, like... You can arrest me on the show. On a, yeah. Anyway, to this listener who provided such helpful feedback, uh, thank you for listening. Now for today's medical topic, lateral cutaneous nerve of thigh neuropathy. Lateral cutaneous nerve of thigh neuropathy, which is also known as neuralgia parasthetica, uh, it's a peripheral neuropathy localized to the lateral cutaneous nerve of the thigh, which is why the name is so catchy and easy. 
Uh, it can be caused by sitting with crossed legs, um, by obesity, uh, by pregnancy, and even by wearing skinny jeans because they compress the thighs so much that it causes damage to the nerve there. So clinically, patients will present with pain and numbness of the outer aspect of the thigh. Um, and it could be just one side or both. Well, and this is why, especially with your skinny jeans, especially if you're wearing skinny jeans as like a pregnant woman or, you know, like a huge fat fatty, it's so important to cut the holes in your pants so your thighs have space, your thighs and your crotch have space to breathe. Yeah. So, and a lot of people will, for, for a long time, people were very critical of like, oh, you have holes in your jeans and you paid for that? It's a medical thing. Like, this is just to, to These save are prescription the jeans, mister, yeah. okay? You go to the store, they've got all these holes, these cuts, these burns in the jeans. Like, yeah, that's prescription. Yeah. That's how I can survive in these. And you just... If we don't do that. You rip them open a little more, give yourself a little yeah. room. It's sort of like assless chaps, but from the front. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, please. If anyone does. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I've seen your wardrobe. Yeah. So, uh, so treatment for lateral cutaneous nerve of thigh neuropathy is with pregabalin or gabapentin, tricyclic antidepressants, and most seizure medications may also be effective, uh, but also maybe consider wearing looser trousers. That'd be that, like that's that's one methodology. Now, I can't. Some of us are kind of addicted to fashion, so like I can't do that. Right. Uh, I you know, and I've you know, I've been to few facilities because i i'm just hooked on these skinny jeans but like it's like to me it's it's not just like it's it's a lifestyle choice and um ultimately it is a choice i mean that's the thing is like you know skinny jeans are still around but right now i feel like there's a lot of variety in jean sizes right like baggier clothes are very popular but you had committed so hard to the skinny jeans lifestyle that the idea of wearing slightly baggier jeans I'm not. No, start, I can't it's okay. Even... Hey, you okay? You okay? We good? Not great. No, it's I'm okay. Even... I won't talk about it again. I won't talk about slightly baggier jeans. Okay, I just because it it's it's not that it because it's it's personal to me. So like I know, it's I so know. personal. It's it's hugging me. You said you came up with the idea. You were the first one to say jeans should be skinnier. Yeah, and that's. Like, in part because, like, I once owned, like, parachute pants and things. Like, I tried the other kind. I tried clown pants. I tried them. And they they don't work. Like, they just aren't for me. Like, as a person. They, so, I, I... I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't mean to... I'm, I'm ruining the, the whole thing. No, um, no. I get it. It I just shouldn't. must be tough for you in these... In this time, seeing Gen Z like walk around with their baggier clothing, with their hanger yeah. pants, with their clown pants, yeah, it's, it's to see other people, especially to see other people accept other styles. I, it's frustrating because it used to be just, me. but um, anyway, that's that's neuralgia parasthetica or lateral cutaneous nervothy neuropathy, um. And like, I, I guess if you're struggling with something like this, then do consider cutting some holes in your pants. All right. So as we teased earlier, we have sort of um, one of the more important topics for approaching one's formative years. Basically, the other day, my <laughs> my sweet little niece and nephew 
came up to me. They were like, oh, Uncle Cam, Uncle Cam, you're so smart. You're so successful. You're such a genius. You have so many degrees. We're trying to apply for college and we don't know how. And I said, leave me alone. But it gave me a great idea for a podcast. Yeah. And those, your nieces and nephews did come to me later. And yeah. I, was, I also swatted them away. I was busy. Uh, yeah. They can listen to the podcast if they want this yeah, information. Like, okay. Because we are, we are already doing this. We're providing a public education right now. And for you to, like, you could say like, but I'm your family or I live with you. And I scheduled this appointment with you. And you said you would tell me at this time. No. No. I keep reminding all of my family members, you are a download to me. You are a metric. You are a unique visitor. Yeah. That's it. And like, and even that, I like, I know they won't listen like through the, the outro of the episode. So like, I, oh, yeah. I do not cut them slack on that. Like, I'm like, no, there's, there's music at the end. You listen to the end of the episode. There's music. Finish it to the last second and through the last second. So the next episode can play because we have so many episodes and we need to I get wish, more numbers done. I wish our family would like listen to us. You yeah. know, maybe if they actually listened to us, we'd be in back, like invited back to, you know, holiday meals and stuff. I, I just, what, all I think of the holiday meals is the questions. And I'm sorry, I'm sorry, we do seem to get in the way from the topic, but this is important. Yeah, we go to these meals and they do ask us this kind of question like, hey, I'm looking to apply to schools. And I'm like, hey, I'm looking to eat this meal. That's what I'm looking to do. Yeah. Back off. So and you say we do that. We're not, al- I mean, we haven't done that in many years because we're, we're, we haven't been allowed in these meals. But if they were more open-minded to yeah. what we're saying. Yeah. I guess this is more, yeah, my dream state. Whenever I dream about yeah. seeing family again, that's... So, but all that's to say, Dr. Lennon and I are very, very experienced in this field. Obviously, mm-hmm. Dr. Lennon has a medical degree as, mm-hmm. uh, as well as a uh, captain's license Genitorial, or whatever you call yes. that. Janitorial license. I, of course, have snowboarding gear. Mm-hmm. Um, I can get to my mom's house without any directions. Don't have to put the GPS on at all. Yeah, which I tried to do that and I couldn't do it. Yeah. So. And so I got my undergrad in bear studies mm-hmm. and like bear uh like how to destroy that species well i'm sorry just to clarify you st- you were un you were underneath the bear cave that was your, mm-hmm. your undergraduate like just to clarify the terminology here oh yeah i mean sorry yeah i guess a lot of the people don't really understand how college works but yes yeah yeah but all that to say we've got a lot of advice to give we're going to teach you it's coming up near the end of the year. This is around the time if you're a high school senior, you might be applying for colleges, getting in there early. We're going to give you some tips and tricks and maybe bribes. We might help you bribe your you know, yeah. admissions person. Yeah, might give you, and by bribe, like usually just like a discount on a bucket um, is kind of what a bribe looks like in the current age. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so um, one of the more important things you have to have is just from the start extracurriculars okay uh, yes so no one's looking at your grades like no. just your grades for normal classes no, no one gives a fuck yeah no one cares oh you made a c i can see that but i don't care about that is, yeah. is what they say oh, you got an a plus on your history exam let me think uh something that happened in the past yeah that's cool that you know that yeah uh what about medicine being in the future huh 
What about yeah, exactly. or law or the other subjects there are? Come on. Just use your brain for a second. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously, yeah. Extracurriculars are, are where it's at. Yeah. We should, we do need to mock a few more subjects here that, that people treasure. So let's, uh, the, the sciences in general, you might have, usually not just a science class, you'd have biology. Not going to yeah. use it. You might say. No one cares. No one's looking yeah. at the. Isn't the foundation of a lot of medicine and biology. Uh, on your transcript, it's not going to do much for you. Now, you could use it in your extracurriculars, okay? Bring that in. That might be helpful. But once again, uh, grades a, don't matter. That's a good answer. If someone came to me and said, isn't science like a big part of medicine? Mm-hmm. I would say, I don't know. That's nerd shit. Like, why do you know that? Yeah. Like, I'm going to let you into my school in, when you're like talking about this nerd shit? Yeah. I like, and so, and sort of the opposite end of that spectrum is, uh, once again, extracurriculars, are you a content creator? When we say extracurriculars, mm-hmm. we don't mean like you're elect or what do you do after class? Yeah, nothing like, that like is organized. Like accredit- accredited yeah. in any way. No, it's, it's not like intramural sports or anything. No, we do mean, have you been filming on TikTok? Have you been filming on TikTok? I would, you know, th- this is where Dr. London and I come from different schools of thoughts. This, d- how Dr. London got through medical school was being a content creator. That's sort of how we got into, I mean, you got your initial, your undergrad degree at the TikTok Hype House, where all the, like, influencer guys live with the shaggy, yeah, well, like, the, the 19-year-olds with the shaggy hair. It was the first two years. Like, it was a graduated process. Like, it wasn't all, it was, like, you're kind of minimizing it. Because, yes, I was at one house, and then once I graduated, I did get to move up to a ship. Uh, yes. A lot of, once again, a lot of my schooling was done at sea. Mm-hmm. And that, uh, not only is that cannon, but um, we had cannons mounted and had to learn to use them. Once again, for a really good video that almost went viral. Yeah. Uh, and so th- that's where Dr. London comes from, is like, years. okay my extracurriculars are all about like engagement and content creation and going viral. Whereas for me, my extracurriculars is mostly different kinds of soups. And I've, I had created, uh, not a, making them, not making them. I, well, I guess theoretical that. soups is really what it comes down to. Like I had imagined sort of a, like a swirly purple soup. Um, I had imagined, I had imagined, this is crazy, I had imagined a soup that looked like a honeycomb. Okay, well, that's not possible, so that's... Okay, well, this is, it's theoretical soups, Dr. London. Yeah, no, I saw Oppenheimer. I know about theoretical stuff and how you try to say it's going to make a nuke. I, I still don't believe it, so... I, I don't even know if I believe it, but if it, it's it's looking out there for those answers, Doctor London. This is what science is to me. This is not nerd shit. You know what? I'm so critical of it, but it got you into the school exactly. So like, you know, I I can try to be critical, but once again, we all have to form our different paths, and we each have, will have our own way in because for what works for me, being an incredibly almost viral content creator, yeah. and for Cam, well, it might be different from Cameron's. Which is Soup conjuring. thinking, yeah, and once it, mostly thinking of it, right? Have you written it? Yeah, I mean, just conjuring the idea of soups. Yeah, and then you wrote down like that you did that. Uh, well, we can get into the next part of this. Yeah, uh, yeah. you say wrote down. I am jumping the gun. I, I think applying in the traditional paper 
like pen and paper or online way is not going to make you stand out. You got to think these colleges are getting like thousands and thousands of applications. And you're just going to send them, oh, here, I'm going to fax over these pieces of paper. Oh, I'm going to fill out this online form. No. You need to send a USB with a snuff film. It needs to be a film of you murdering someone that really gets their attention. And then there you can start listing like, I know you don't care about this, but I got straight A's. Also, I've, I've thought of so many different kinds of soups. Yeah. And that's, and that's what you're talking about as you do it. So, so one thing you are going to have to worry about in your uh, higher education um, submission, you are going to have to think of all the cinematography for your snuff films. Um, yes which that's the thing you don't want a cheap looking snuff film as we all know snuff films typically have like really great lighting good editing you you need it yeah like you might just think oh i just need a director and a cinematographer you need a director of photography like that's you can't neglect these kind of positions you know you need a director and uh like cinematography well you need to have an ad your assistant director you need to have people you have to definitely have a, a script supervisor to continuity matters okay you don't want to screw this up because what oh they were dead before now they're alive you know like uh you'll look ridiculous to the to the board so once again you get this done um i'd say it it depends on how you know for your snuff film on the length and plot and everything but you want to ideally like if you're not experienced in it you would do want to hire a good screenwriter um and those can go for i'm I like it varies but like Let's say you find a brilliant entry level one that's going to cost you a few grand, 10, 10 grand, maybe. Yeah. Like I'm not, I'm not exactly sure the price. I made my own. <laughs> I'm content creator. Uh, but, sure. Whereas I paid out the wazoo to get Sorkin to write mine. And yeah. He did a fantastic job, which is yeah. why I got into the schools I got into. Yeah. Um, and then you, you have to find the, the victim, obviously, who's like going to be a star. So yeah, like, I've. Yeah, I wouldn't even say the word victim. It's yeah. your, your casting. Yeah. Yeah. The star of your film. Oh, yeah. And also, yes, yeah, so you have to do the, the casting director. Sorry. Also very important. Um, yes. And so, and one problem, I want to point out a hurdle right there. And did I mention interns? You got to get some interns yeah. in the mix. But uh, I'm sorry. On, on the casting director, there's a good chance that you will be cut from your film. If, they're, if yeah. it's a good casting director, you're not, you're not going to make the cut. So... Um, you are going to have to possibly bribe, most likely sleep with them. Like, I, I don't want to. You might have to bribe the casting director or use the casting director in sort of a follow-up sequel. It is okay to send, like, sequels to your college application. It's okay to leave your college application on sort of a cliffhanger and be like, wait for the next one. And then you send in another USB Yeah. with... Uh... Well, yeah, with with your follow up film, and then ideal, and then at that point you do have the question of like, well, is this a trilogy? Oh yeah, and then of course, depending on the trilogy comes out, it's like, okay, are we gonna have prequels? Is this gonna be an extended universe? Are we gonna have sort of spinoffs and you know tie-ins? At this and- point, you've got a full writing team. Uh, you're in the writers' room. You're bouncing around ideas. Um, Kevin Fahey's in the mix. Um, yeah, like everyone is is working together to make this. You know, James Gunn is there. Like everyone's, everyone's on board for wanting this to work. And this is all. This is all just grabbing attention. This is getting your foot in the door. I mean, think about it. So you've got their attention. They're paying attention to you. And so far, all I've told them is I can conjure soups, and I've killed this person. Like I've got to be able to offer something more, right? Right. And so that's 
when we come to uh what so if i if i can give a brief example when i was in college uh this is when i was on um on leave to go to clown college for a little bit and then return uh they we had a brief lecture about how to write a good personal uh essay personal story right you want to be able to look through your past and and pull stories out of those so for example dr london what is something that happened when you were 12 just something innocuous yeah i uh let's see i had a frisbee thrown at me and it hit me right in the head because it was blocking the sun for a second okay so you were held in captivity in complete darkness for years so you didn't even see the sunlight and then you ate out of a dog bowl so that's kind of like a frisbee yeah Boom, See? that's and your that's, story. That's your history. And yeah. you're not lying. You're not, you're not even lying. You're, you're practically not even lying. You had a frisbee so, touching your face. It blocked out the sun. Ergo, mm-hmm. you were eating out of a dog well, basically dog a frisbee. Food, yes. And also you were like held in a sort of a, a land without light. And so, because and so, people like to look at stuff and say, like, oh, that's, did you try to embellish this just to get in? Have you ever heard of lying on your resume? You're preparing for real life, okay? And it, once again, it's not lying. It is just embellishing. But let's say, well, th- this is why we need to get into also the um, important hobbies, okay? Yes. Hobbies are throwing Painting? rocks at frogs. Oh, oh go ahead. Oh, yes. Painting those miniature models for board games like Warhammer. Mm-hmm. That's something you're going to want to go on and on about because for one thing, your hobby... People think that if you get too personal, it won't be relatable. But if you overdo it, yes, then it becomes relatable again. That's one of the things that people so, really uh, get confused about because they people have you know quote unquote self awareness and they're like, oh, I just rambled on and on about this thing I was interested in and that no one else was interested in. You gave up too soon. Keep going. Push further. Everyone's on their phone. Doesn't matter. Keep going. Just like push it forward yeah it's and it's it's one of these things where like people want to pretend that it's it's useless and it's terrible conversation starter because once again when you're at we are getting the portion where we're talking about cocktail parties which is a very big part of the application process uh you have to go through and you have to schmooze so you want to bring these up in your personal statement as well but definitely the cocktail parties uh what does everyone do at a party you play those hand clapping games uh my mother said to pick the very best one and you are not all these clapping games that people love sorry i I should have done this as well that that would have translated it better so if you can get good at those games then you can write about it in your college application essay write about it in your medical school application essay write about it and then show people at the cocktail party this is where the hobbies really, really come into play. Is you might yeah. it's not just the application; it's schmoo- like you said, schmoozing people afterwards because there is sort of a reception after your uh, application. Application, yes. yeah, you do have a sort yeah. of a formal reception. Definitely dress nice, have your cutout jeans and whatnot. Yeah, I was get, I was gonna catch you on the dress nice, but no, you got it. Yeah, no, I, I do uh, consider that dressing nice. It's I mean, would I say that someone in a wheelchair is not dressed nice just because they have a wheelchair? No, that's a medical condition. That's a medical need. Yeah. I mean, I think we've got most of the main things you're going to need. Let me, let's go over the list real quick. Uh, extracurriculars, AKA um, either going viral 
or um, conjuring different soup ideas. Snuff film um, that you then just to stand out and then that gets your foot in the door. And then you have to make more. Yeah. yeah, It turns into a whole universe. You list your hobbies. You tell your personal story. Mm -hmm. And, uh, oh, I guess um, you have to be related to someone who donated a lot of money to the school you're trying to go to. I forgot to mention that. Uh, Yeah. Did we not say that? Okay. I feel like Uh, it's implied, but maybe some of our listeners don't know that. No, you're not going to get in anywhere unless your, you know, very wealthy grandfather donated a ton of money to the clown college you're going to yeah or the um boat school you're going to or for me i have a bunch of snowboarding equipment that kind of stuff yeah and uh also they had to have died and left you the rest of their money as an inheritance to pay for the school yes well and just just so you have enough money to pay someone else to do all your work for you you're not going to school like i have a life well you'll You'll go to parts that, yeah, but you'll have them wear the, the, the your face as a mask yeah. and everything. I'll go but to like, parts of it, sorry. such as parties and, yeah. Um, yeah, sorry. When you I said casting don't, you don't calls have to for go these videos I'm making, but yeah. 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 Uh, well, I mean, usually I'd still want to hire someone else for that too. Cause that, ugh, the hours. Ugh. Yeah. I just, and like, Crafty's good, but uh, like, it's sometimes they don't, they have the chocolate covered cherries instead of the strawberries. Yeah. And I just well, and with how meticulous uh, our directors are too, like <laughs> oh yeah, you know that just two shots and two angles isn't gonna cut it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And then they're like, oh well, let's let's hold on this. Let's spend a few hours on getting this one shot of him picking up a Ugh. mug. And you're like, man, we're just trying, we're just trying to get into school, man. Yeah. <sighs> so I, you know what? I f- I feel like at this point we are pulling out a little too much of ourselves on this. Yeah. Uh. Just, so that's that's how to do it. That's really how to make it through. Um, I would say let us know any questions you may have to clarify. But we covered everything pretty thoroughly on how to how to apply for schools. So um, anyway, uh, thank you to our producer Cameron. Thank you to Digital in the House. Mm-hmm.